Are you interested in bringing communities together? Are you interested in bridging cultural and communication gaps? Are you interested in podcasting? We want to help build a better world through better understanding of one another. And we want to amplify your voice in the conversation. So bring your ideas and voice to the Venn Network. We will help you bring your voice to the world. Two Iraqis came here to this country, were radicalized. That terror attack overseas. Total and complete shutdown. alaikum, ladies and gentlemen. Assalamu alaikum, boys and girls. Welcome once again to the world-changing, mind-altering, perception-perceiving I'll let you all just ponder on that one for a hot second. A perception-perceiving podcast that is here tonight because it is 8 o'clock on the East Coast and it is 7 o'clock in Texas because they're special with their own time zone. And everybody knows that the world just runs off of East Coast time because what other time zone in the world is there? And we are here again, ready this evening to take on the topics that matter and to talk about the things that are important, not just to us, but to you, our listeners, our fans, our Twitter followers. And uh, I'm going to keep babbling, and I kind of lost my little train of thought there. So before I go on any longer, ladies and gentlemen, the hardest working imam that I know, Imam Azhar. Assalamu alaikum. <clears throat> Greetings of peace to all our listeners tonight. Uh, as we continue to expand our footprint, our digital footprint from Facebook to YouTube and uh, from Google Play to iTunes and the lot, not to forget the Venn Network, we are continuing to spark dialogue and discussion wherever we go because that's exactly what we want to do. We want to create discussions uh, and create a framework for discussions that need to happen in our world because we believe in the absence of those discussions, we're only allowing misunderstanding and mis misinformation to spread in our world, make our world toxic by making the minds of people toxic, and ultimately pin us against each other, when in reality, that's not why Allah created this earth or us for that purpose. So, as usual, every week we have a Twitter poll, and on the Twitter poll, we present certain topics of discussion that you the audience select and then we the hosts discuss so without further ado brother carl let us know what the topics were for this week and what the topic is that was selected by the listeners to discuss tonight inshallah inshallah thank you for that lovely introduction ladies and gentlemen you can follow us on the uh follow us on twitter at ven network and once you follow us there on ven network you will see that every monday we post our poll and it is a listener poll it is for you guys it is for the fans it is for all of you to vote on what we're going to be talking about to i mean what other podcast allows their topic of conversation that week to be chosen by the listeners we do of course i mean we set confines around it but you know there it is and uh so go out over to twitter look for ven network on twitter v-e-n-n-n-e-t-w-o-r-k and on there make sure you follow us and when we post these polls vote and you will get to pick the topic so tonight uh or monday rather we sent out our poll and the options were i stand with ilhan 
socialism versus communism. What's the deal with, and if you don't know, the what's the deal with is one of my favorite personal topics because I just love throwing it out there. It's kind of a grab bag, however we're feeling that day. And uh, you guys voted, and you have given us our topic for the week. And as you can see on the screen right now, uh, you chose hashtag I stand with Ilhan. So there it is. That is our topic this week. We'll take that away. And uh, yeah, so let's address the hashtag I stand with Ilhan, why it exists, why it needs to exist, and why you should care that it exists. Imam Azhar. So, everyone, tonight we are picking a hot topic, a very uh, tense topic of discussion, which is, in my words, plaguing our nation tonight. Um, I'm saying the word plaguing because uh, it's a discussion that has taken um, a lot of attention, a lot of uh, energy, a lot of emotions, and um, it is being used as a tool on both ends. Uh, and I say that as um, a person who comes to you as someone who is trying to seek a solution uh, in everything that we see happening in our world, not to exacerbate those problems. But before I give you my two cents, and tonight we want and we really need you as our listeners to engage with us, to text us, to email us, uh, to uh, to post something in the live chat below on this YouTube live stream and tell us your thoughts about this because emotions are raw. It's so raw that even the president is continuing to apply pressure. Uh, Congress is trying to pass a bill. The Democrats are working on that back door, um, behind closed doors, sorry. And um, something is expected to emerge on Thursday. Uh, but what is the story all about? Before Carl enlightens us on this story, I want to tell you all that it's interesting every week we have what's the deal with on our Twitter poll and no one votes for it, Carl. That's kind of frustrating. So you can maybe write, I select what's the deal with. You can kind of vote on that and maybe text uh, or, or, or comment below on that tweet what you want to talk about. But that's another topic for another day. Carl, who is Ilhan Omar? What is going on with Ilhan Omar that the president, Congress, the Democrats, the Republicans, everyone, including the Muslim community, the Jewish community, and other minority communities are involved in a heated discussion. Can you enlighten us tonight, please? So I will bring you up to speed as best I can for what I have. So Ilhan Omar is a uh, congresswoman uh, out of uh, Minnesota, and probably about four weeks ago-ish, uh, she posted a comment that was taken as anti-Semitic, and I am honestly, I'm not going to touch that because no matter how you look, I know it was directed at the, I believe it's APEC, and uh, depending on how you look at it, it could have been anti-Semitic, maybe it wasn't, I don't know, whatever, not going to go there. And she dealt with a lot of backlash from that, and she ended up getting a uh, uh, punished and uh she had to apologize and the whole nine yards and then 
this last Saturday or Sunday, she made some more comments that are considered to be anti-Semitic. And they're saying now that they want her off the Foreign Exchange Commission and they want her to step out. I've seen tweets calling her, calling for her to be deported. Uh, I've seen tweets uh, where they're saying that uh, she needs to go to jail. I've seen tweets that... Uh, Two of my favorite trolls in the universe that I hate with a passion, which are going to be Laura Loomer and uh, Jacob uh, uh, Wall, just two, just two utterly just pieces of human garbage, to be honest with you. They're saying that she married her brother and so she created uh, 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 fraud by by bringing him in and so she shouldn't even be here, having her citizenship revoked. I've seen stuff saying that it's Obama because he brought in 40,000. It was funny because PolitiFact said this was actually fake, uh-huh. but he brought in 43,000 uh, Somali refugees, and now there's over eighty thousand, and this was Obama's plan the whole time. Oh, they're coming for you! And it's just, it's, it's, it's just ridiculous. It is just utterly ridiculous. And the reason, the reason it is ridiculous, is that everything that I've personally read on Omar Il, uh, Ilhan Omar's Twitter feed is just simply talking about Israeli policy. And that's what it is. You, you, you're allowed to talk about the policy of other countries. It's there. Fine. Whatever. No problem. But the what, what's killing me is the amount of Islamophobia that this is exposing. Send her back. Send them all back. Send them to prison and then send them back. Send them to Guantanamo Bay and then send them back. I even saw a handful of tweets, and I kid you not, and this killed me. This absolutely killed me. It said some of the articles that they're using to show that Ilham Omar is a bad person are coming from an Ahmadiyya website. It's the Ahmadiyyas trying to attack the Sunnis. That's what this, I'm like, yo, for real, really, 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 that's what this is. You know, these, these white guys, they, they send in pipe bombs to CNN and they're, they're doing all this insane stuff. But yeah, that one Muslim hijabi, she's the one that's going to bring the, 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 the entire country down. And it also goes back to the the an, a balance because Steve King has said some outrageously landish just crap, and he's okay. He's still got a job. People still voting for him. But hey, I guess Nazis are better than ISIS. I don't. I just. I don't understand. And like like you said, this is a hot topic. I have a lot of personal emotions towards this just because there's so much. And if there's anybody under the age of like 18 watching now or in the future, go ahead and cover your ears. But there's just such a load of bullshit around this that it drives me insane. Well, Carl, um, of course, emotions are raw and... Um... As you said tonight, are they raw Islam? No, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Raw emotional Islam. That would be a whole new website. So (laughs) that'll be a whole new, sorry, podcast with a different background, you know, stuff for the. 
so fellow listeners, let's let's put things in context here. Uh, Ilhan Omar, a newly elected congresswoman up in D.C. representing Minnesota, was also part of the Foreign Relations Committee. She responded to someone's tweet by saying it's all about the Benjamins baby. Uh, and she was referring to the money that goes to APAC or to Israel um, on behalf of the American tax dollars. I am not going to be the one who's going to tell you tonight if that's anti-Semitic or not, but I'm going to tell you something very clearly. The definition of anti-Semitism is to harbor hostility or prejudice against Jews. I want people to understand that. The Jewish community is a very diverse community, even though they're not, uh, you know, a billion in population as Muslims are. There may be 13, 14 million Jews in the world, um, but even amongst them, there's different um, ideologies of the faith. There's different beliefs in the faith itself, just as there are in Christianity and Islam and any other faith that's out there. And this was taught to me by one of my close Jewish friends recently over lunch. We had this discussion. Um, you have angles of the Jewish Voices for Peace who feel that uh, Israeli-occupied uh, land uh, is uh, unlawful and um, it's not the homeland of the Jews. It's wrong, as then there are those who believe that it's their homeland and this is where they have to return. Orthodox Jews may differ with that. I'm not here to speak on behalf of the Jewish community tonight. But I want to clarify a few things. And I'm not here saying I'm standing with Ilhan Omar or I'm standing against her. I'm here tonight to talk about what we're seeing happening in our nation because of her tweet. Anti-Semitism is harboring prejudice or hatred towards Jews. The first question that would be asked is, do Muslims by default harbor hostility or prejudice against Jews? I want you to understand that from the context of Islam and not from a Muslim. Because But wait, but wait, but wait, doesn't the doesn't the Quran say that we're supposed to kill them all where we find them? Oh, wasn't that like the first revelation that came down that go find all the Jews and kill them? Like come on, that's what people think. The laws of the Quran that said to kill the mushrikeen, the idolaters or the enemies or whoever the Quran told to kill which could be a discussion on another day, and that could be part of our poll because that will take up the entire discussion. It was in context with enemies who were coming to invade them and to destroy them. That's when Allah revealed the verses that you will kill each one of them because they have now come to you seeking that war, seeking that harm, and you need to defend yourself. May it be killing them or imprisoning them. That's what's going to happen. Topic for another day. But is Islam founded on the belief that we have to harbor prejudice, animosity, hatred towards Jews? No. Is that a tenant in Islam? No. Do we hate anyone in Islam? No. If you don't believe me, take it to the bank. Don't let Fox News or certain Muslims who actually articulate that and say that they're calling for jihad or the killing of the Jews to make you believe that. They may be speaking from whichever mouth that they have, but they're not speaking for Islam. I just want to clarify that. But Islam, wait, but wait, we we while we don't, while we're not supposed to kill anyone and we we don't hate anyone, 
we, 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 we do harbor a little bit of animosity for the person who invented breakfast hummus because that's just not right. Now, see, you just ruined my my inclination towards hummus. I never loved hummus for the longest time. Due to my health, I just started hummus. Matter of fact, last night, I ate a small cup of hummus for dinner because it was so late. And now you talk about breakfast hummus. It's like eating porridge in the morning. It's hummus not. See, you just turned me off of hummus right there. So uh, another hummus company just lost another customer. Thank you, Carl, for that. We applaud you. This show is brought to you by Carl's Breakfast Hummus. <laughs> where that came from so anti-semitism anti-semites now people uh, i was tonight i was this afternoon in a program alongside a jewish rabbi and he explained to a delegation of german students that were here tonight um about the difference between being anti-semite or anti-semitic and anti-semitism anti-semitism is more institutionalized in islam there's no anti-semitism nor is there any support to be anti-semite or anti-semitic if you want to understand the vocabulary, please check it up. Nevertheless, moving on, she made a comment based on her position of what she feels is a problem with our country and how it functions. Um, she has a voice. She's in a position. Is it right or wrong? I'm no one to say because that's not my position. I can't tell Elon Musk how he's running Tesla and if I think it's right or wrong. It's none of my business because it's his company, how he's running it, that's his business. How our elected officials run our country or address issues are to serve us for the betterment of the country. Their goal is to look out for the betterment of this country. And to me, it's treasonous when people will not look out for the betterment of this country. Rather, they'll use this country to harm this country and its people. Well, I'm not going to talk about this world, but. That's why there's a day of judgment. Allah will hold anyone and everyone who violates trust and misuses and abuses resources of the people for the commonwealth, the common welfare and the goodness of the people. It's going to come back to haunt them. And unfortunately, that's the reality. Nevertheless, so she made that tweet. It was considered to be anti-Semitic. The whole world went up in arm. The Jewish community, uh, many in the Jewish community, many against her, many against her and many actually with her. Uh, then after in government, it became a, a row until, uh, as usual, uh, certain members of the uh, of our Congress who have no better time but to start digging up false lies about people stating that she had some relationship with her brother to bring him over to this country. Again, it's the same witch hunt as they did with Obama. If there's something black and white, bring it out and a person should face the, 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 the consequences of that. But if there's nothing black and white, constantly taking people down this road of suspicion and doubt and to create a story out of no story, and that's not the tweets, I'm talking about her past, her immigration and this, any other, when we have amazing USCIS immigration um, officers across the country and across the world, you are literally putting down your nation and the ability for them to do the work right you're saying that they couldn't understand this and you as a news journalist and a news investigator found this out good luck for you uh you're just um you know carl to me i'll tell you straight up this is all a big distraction and just mark my words this is all a big deflection and distraction from the bigger stories of our nation uh and i don't know why they're doing that nevertheless uh the democrats are uh are meeting behind closed doors and i think they're putting together some type of a policy to address this it was paused today and it's going to be rescheduled to thursday because many new democrats such as um 
uh, Cortez, she is saying that why are we coming down so hard on her for this when other minorities, their rights are violated, words are said such as, such as, and I'm sad to say this because I'm going to West Virginia at the end of this month to West Virginia University to attend um, a conference. The West Virginia Senate, or is it the Capitol, has a poster of Ilhan Omar with 9-11 towers in the back trying to say that she's the one who was responsible for 9-11. Well, uh, if, 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 if history serves right... Uh, just pick up the newspapers and find out who were the hijackers and, and where they came from and what their agenda was. Um, this has nothing to do with an American congresswoman who is sitting, taking an oath of office to represent this country and to protect this country. I think it's totally bogus and it's actually a deflection from the truth. It is the same witch hunt that these same people who are instigating these things, who are trying to cause harm against minorities, the black community, the Latina community, the immigrant community, the Hindu community, the Sikh community, the LGBTQ community, the Muslim community, regardless which community is, if anyone does speak out ill against anyone of any minority, including the, including the Jewish community, should be held to the same standards should be held to the same standards. Now, what's my personal opinion about the amount of tax, tax dollars, the billions that go to Israel, or our support for APAC and stuff? It's none of my business. You know why? Because I'm here to do my work and do what I need to do. When I'm in a position where I can um, support or put down a law or to have my voice in an opinion or to meet with my congressmen or women to talk about these concerns where I feel that this country where people are dying because they couldn't raise 50 more dollars on their GoFundMe page for insulin, which resulted to their death, I think that's an important venture also. When children cannot learn how to read at the grade 7 level, um, that's important also. When people are going hungry in the nation where food is plenty, that's a concern also. So when we're talking about... Um, this this type of foul play that we're we're pointing her out for, but we let others slide in the same position and higher position because we think it's okay for them to do so. This double standard in Islam is called hypocrisy, and it's something that Allah and the Quran teaches us Muslims that hypo hypocrisy is a worst state and condition that you could be in in your life. So just to make that point clear, two more things. She apologized. She apologized for her tweets. She backtracked on her words. She said she was sorry, and she's receiving death threats. And people are actually applauding the fact that she's getting death threats. Now I ask you, if to you someone isn't American because of the color of their skin, let's, let's eliminate them from the map of America. They're not American because they're not rich enough. Let's eliminate them from America. They're not American because they, are, um, they don't follow the patriots. Let's eliminate them also. At the end of the day, you're going to have a handful of people that you as a person may feel uh, falls under the category of what it means to be American. You may be the most un-American person out there because it is not acceptable for someone in your home, America is our home, we are one family, for someone to be threatened with death and that we stand back, laugh, ridicule, and promote that, this is totally unacceptable. This is not the nation that we are and this is not the people who we are. Um, my last thing is uh, on this that 
people need to keep their emotions in check, both the Muslim community, the non-Muslim community, the supporters of Ilhan and those who are against her. We are a nation that we can sit down and have dialogue and discussion, deliberate on issues, come to a conclusion, regardless if we like it or not, and move ahead. And that conclusion isn't based on the color of someone's skin or the language that they speak or the religion that they practice, but it's on the basis of the constitution that we all uphold as loving people of this country. Carl, I've spoken a lot. You tell me what it is that our listeners are saying or what it is that you're thinking. So I have uh, two things that I'm going to add. So just to be clear about that poster, it was actually in the West Virginia Capitol, and it wasn't so much that they were blaming her for the actual incidents on 9-11, but they were saying that we swore as Americans we were never going to forget, you know, never forget, but yet we elected a Muslim into Congress, so therefore we have forgotten what about 9-11 and what those terrible, terrible Muslims did to us. And, 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 and just, just, to, just to clarify that, Carl, I like that you pointed that out. That's their explanation. That's their explanation that they're giving of what that per, the, the purpose that poster served. But ask a simple question. If someone puts, God forbid, your picture, my picture, someone's picture on a pedophilia list and says, never forget, and you're like, I wasn't even part of that. No, no, we're just trying to say, you know, adults are looking at children, so don't forget. It does. I don't buy that. I really don't buy that. You know, putting her picture uh, in front of the Twin Towers, which, uh, of course, 9-11, that we won't forget. I understand the message. But there is a very clear-cut statement that there are people in America, in our government, that believe that all Muslims are responsible for 9-11. Heck, aren't we? even our president said it. He was in New Jersey watching them celebrate the tower's fall. But he could not prove that. He could not back that up. There is no picture. There is no evidence to back that up. The Muslims in New Jersey are celebrating the fall of the Twin Towers. This misconstrued ideology and these claims are exactly the fuel that will burn this country to the ground. Anyone who says a Jew said that he's going to kill America or he's going to bomb America, tomorrow, God forbid, three, four Jews will be killed on the streets by people who think that they're a threat. They were not a threat. Someone just made a false claim and instigated a problem that was never a problem and caused more harm than and damage than one could ever perceive. So this is exactly the mentality. Everyone is touching so close to their message, but leaving enough room to say, well, I didn't hit your car. Your car hit mine. No, but you pulled your car right up to my car. So it seems that you hit my car. No, but your car was in my way. You know, so Carl, it's just, uh, I understand and I thank you for clarifying that. But seriously, when they make those remarks and they try to explain themselves, you could see the light emitting from every single pore in their body. And I'm sorry for being upset tonight because I'm done with all this bogus lies and, and drama. No, no, I don't mean that. Yes, you do. If you have guts, then stand up and say, I mean that. I want to say you Muslims are terrorists. I want to say that you Muslims are a threat to this country. Now when I know that that's what you feel, I'll say, give me a moment. Let's sit down and talk about this. 
But if you're going to say, oh, no, you guys are fine. You're all Americans. But then you turn around and say death to Muslims or whatever else. This two-faced strategy is not going to make your life better. Forget my life. Forget the lives of other Americans. You're going to live in more misery than anyone else. So it's about time that we come out front and we accept our concerns to be valid and discuss them with the people that can solve it. I don't know how Fox and Friends became the most valid source of news and history and, and strategy and everything else in the world. These guys are uneducated in the field of telling the news. They are professionals in telling their angle of the story. But news is what we call in Islam amana, trust. You tell the story as it is without adding the slightest bit of emotion or detail or hint towards something that would mimic your thoughts of the story. Carl? So the other thing I was going to add was that the poster has actually been taken down and is no longer there, even though the, the, the sergeant at arms refused to take it down initially. Uh, since then, it has been removed from the Capitol. So I was grateful to hear that. And uh, I had another point I was going to make. and I've totally forgotten what it was I'm now. So no, no, don't be sorry. It's fine. Uh, I will, however, go to listener comments. Uh, so let's see. Of course, our, our super fan is here with us tonight. Salam alaikum, Sister Layla. Nice. Night. <laughs> I'm so happy to see you join. I'm so I love it when you comment because I know that this, I know that people are watching and I know the chat room is actually working. So that's always cool. And uh, Sister Layla had a revelation tonight. Uh, something I didn't know that apparently uh, the live chat has a character count, so you can't put too much into one box. You have to break it up into multiple posts. <laughs> anyway, going on to her comment, she says, "I really believe that, given her position as a Demo as a Democratic Congresswoman, why even make such comments?" Uh, unfortunately, she's still being viewed as a minority and as an immigrant and also as a Muslim. In this aspect, I think she should have been more mindful of her comments because what are the consequences? Her position being revoked uh, will be at risk and was it will it all be worth just these silly little comments? Uh, she, Sister Layla says she's not trying to take away from her stance and what she believes, but I think it opened a can of worms. And that's actually, she, uh, Sister Layla reminded me of what I was going to say, which is that last night I actually found online what I assume to be a credible source because it sure as hell looked credible. Uh, the initial drafts of this, this statement that Congress is working on, and I actually read through all four pages last night, and... It was super, super, super weird. It actually turned out to be more like a playbook than anything else. It was like, essentially, all they're doing, and as I read it, I don't see why anybody wouldn't actually sign this. I mean, I, I was ready to sign it when I finished reading it. And because it doesn't bring in Israel, it doesn't bring any in any Israeli politics. It specifically says, I mean, it's four pages worth of this, which I don't think should have ever been written in the first place. But it was four pages of, if you say the Jews control the media, that's anti-Semitic. If you say the Jews control the world finances, that's anti-Semitic. And really all you're doing is just giving like, 
the Nazis and anti-Semitic people a playbook. They're like, oh, look, here's all the insults we can use. That's super cool. So uh, that that was my problem with the way it was worded. And then I started applying it to other things like how would you write one for the African-American community? No, you wouldn't write that. How would you write it for the Muslim community? Which actually led more read, led more to why hasn't there been one written for the Muslim community? But anyway, yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Thank you, Sister Layla, for your comments. Uh, I hope, Ima Mazhar, you remember what I read from her, but I can go back and reread it again. Uh, uh, and I, back to you. I, I wanna, yeah, I want to address that. Thank you, sis, uh, Sister Layla, so much for your engagement all the time. Your constant um, connection with Ra Islam. We truly appreciate your presence, your comments, your words of advice. Uh, and we thank uh, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for you and your health and uh, for goodness to come your way, inshallah. Ameen. Now, that being said, two things I think I need to say before we close tonight, Carl. Number one is her statements. I agree. I agree with you, Sister Laila, that just getting into Congress as a Muslim wearing hijab, people's eyes are on you like a hawk on a mouse. Um, it's a very tense time. There are other more important issues that needed to be discussed and for credibility to be built. I know the APAC conference was around the corner and I think it's still going on. And um, it is what it is. But emotions are the one thing islam teaches us to control and unfortunately sometimes emotions are not controlled especially when it comes to the palestine israeli conflict now carl I'll ask you a very simple question it's concerning what's happening in palestine israel but it's equally concerning what's happening in syria what happened in iraq what happened in afghanistan what's happening in yemen what's happening in burma what's happening in philippines there's so many places of concern but the muslim community for some reason and i'm going to be very open about this for some reason are more invested in the jerusalem issue than they are in any other issue because truth be told yes i know masjid aqsa is one of our directions of prayer it is a home of many prophets it's a land of blessings there's no doubt about that i'm not going to underline i'm not going to uh, undermine that but the position that we hold of humane treatment of peace and prosperity for all of humanity is something that is applicable in all these scenarios not just that one scenario so when she made her comments uh, it's about the benjamin's baby i think she got carried away personally uh with this issue and you know why carl because many of the people who are rubbing shoulders now with ilhan omar and uh who's the other one uh the other aoc one. <laughs> Sorry? AOC. No, no, not, not, not Cortez. Um, the, oh, the Muslim uh, Talib? Talib. So the reason a lot of, uh, and if you watch closely, a lot of these Muslim advocates and um, activists, sorry, not advocates, activists and political strategists or political engagers are kind of rubbing shoulders uh, with the two of them because, I don't know, I'm not going to say why, but I'm sure they... They whisper into her ear the things that she needs to talk about, the things that she needs to address. So I'm sure and I'm confident some of that did play into it. So these were comments that could have been uh, prevented. It was issues that could have been led to 
let let to slide for this year, next year, because there's many other important issues here in America that we need to talk about. Uh, FEMA has just lost most of its funding because the government's taken it away. Uh, most of FEMA's funds don't go to the people who need it. There's a lot of issues. Uh, Mexico Beach, Florida is no longer going to be inhabitable. Many people have left because of the destruction caused by the hurricane. Um, food stamps, insecurity, social security, there's so many things happening. These are things that need to be talked about. So I feel, yes, her comments were too premature. Number two, and my final thing, Carl, uh, unless there's closing remarks, is um, I don't know why. I don't know why the Muslims, especially the more liberal-minded Muslims, are banking on the Democrats. <laughs> the Democrats are not there to help you. I'm sorry to say that. The Democrats are not there to help you. And if you think that the Republicans are your enemy and the Democrats are your friend, then I have, I, I apologize. You're you're in for a... You're in for a great um, a level of uh, not uh, rude awakening. Disappointment, disappointment. You're in for a lot of disappointment, and I'll tell you why. Because at the end of the day, everyone who's working towards something has their agenda, and you're not going to be front and center of their agenda. The Democratic Party isn't clean. Just because there's two Muslims there doesn't mean that they're clean. Their hands are clean. Their attitude is clean. Their vision is clean. It's murky. And you should know that from the time of what they did with Bernie Sanders, it was clear cut. It came out that there was a lot of conspiracy within house. There was a lot of um, unprofessionalism, con unprofessional conduct that occurred within the Democratic Party. So when I said that to some Democrat, Democratic minded Muslims, some of them uh, unfriended me, which I'm totally fine with. I'm OK with that. But I have to tell you, uh, this is not this is not where our eggs should go. The baskets where our eggs should go is with the Republicans, with the Democrats, with the individuals who are working towards a better America, regardless of their party affiliation, regardless of their religion, regardless of their culture, regardless of their background. doesn't matter if they are uh, fourth generation American white or if they are third generation American black or they are natives of this land or they are Hispanics who immigrated into this land or their parents immigrated into this land. There is a need to work with people working for America and not to be blinded by party affiliation or color. And uh, with that, I'm going to give it back to Carl. I see that we have gone long this evening, so I'll just start wrapping it up here. Uh, I want to thank everybody that joined us uh, on YouTube this evening. I want to thank everybody that has watched, will watch. If you're watching this for the first time, make sure you click that subscribe button. And when you click the subscribe button, make sure you click the little bell next to it so that when we do this live, you get the alerts on your phone. Hey, we should watch this. Sister Layla, thank you for your comments. Uh, thank you for all of those that will leave comments in the future. We really appreciate it. And this is a real topic, people. This is something that is happening, and we obviously can't fix it in the 30, 37 minutes that we're here this evening. But let's keep the conversation going. Uh, as Imam Azhar said, when we post our polls on Monday under the what's the deal with, uh, if it's you want to put something in there, just comment. Let us know what it is you'd like to see in that spot. And we'll, we'll, we'll you know, if it gets enough likes, we'll make that the thing. Uh, make sure you head over to vennetwork.org so that you can see all the other shows that we have. 
Make sure that you share this broadcast with your friends and your family, post it on Facebook, retweet it, everything else you got to do so that everybody knows we get more subscribers and we can help share the word. While you're over at vennetwork.org checking out the other shows that we have to offer, you can get yourself some cool Venn Network swag that will help uh, support the network, support the hosts, and uh, help us reach more of an audience so that we can help spread the word. Uh, I would also like to just throw this back out there before I forget. Uh, we are looking for an intern graphic artist. So if you're interested in graphic arts or you know someone that's interested in graphic arts, ping us so uh, we can get some cool T-shirts rocking because I know we had some thoughts that we wanted to get up and running and that way, you know, you can help support the network. Uh, so until next week, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And as always, we will say, Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. This has been a production of the Venn Network.